Welcome to the Johnny Cassell Show. This is your number one resource for dating and lifestyle advice. Hi guys, welcome, welcome back. Wow, from the Caribbean, great, welcome. Um, can everyone hear me okay? Just give me like a sign, a little emoji, a thumbs up or press that heart button there. Yeah, is everything okay? Hello? <laughs> okay, good. All right. Cheers, Richard. Hi, Sinead. Hi, Party Fick. Hi, Kato. Hi, Daniel. Welcome back. Hi, Richard. Hi, Brahmies. Great little hotel jumping on. Awesome. All right, guys. Uh, hi, Greg. Thanks for, thanks for jumping back on. And um, if it's your first time, hi, Nancy. If this is your first time uh, sitting down with me uh, at this time, I'm here to answer any of your questions related to getting you better in your dating lives and in your social lives. Okay, I've been doing this for 13 years now, so over a decade. And every week I'm working with guys on a one-to-one -one basis. If you want to work with me, you want to have a live one-on-one -on -one experience with myself, then go to my website, johnnycassell.com, or send me a direct message, you know, during this live or after this live, and I'll tell you a little bit more about how that works, okay? But if you're not in a position to get live training uh, and get some first-hand experience of what coaching can actually do for you, for, for yourself, then just stay on this every Tuesday, okay? Every Tuesday, I give up between half an hour to an hour of my time, and I do it because I want to help those guys that aren't fortunate enough to actually be able to work with me in person, right? And also, I want to build up the trust with you guys, okay? Because up until now, I'm just another guy off the internet. So what's really warming to hear from you guys is where I share some advice. I share my time with you guys here every Tuesday and you go out and take that advice on board and you get something from that. I mean, that's great. That's great. I mean, that that's why I do this, right? So if you do, if you do jump on here and you do take a bit of my advice and you do like put it out there into your life and get something from it, do come back and tell me because that's what keeps me doing this. You know, I, I, I am so passionate about helping people. And when I get those messages that come back and say, hey, because of you, I watched your videos or I jumped on the live. I've now got a girlfriend or I've got now I'm, I'm in now more of a fruitful situation than I once was. That's fantastic. OK. All right, guys. Well, listen. I I have had several questions already. And I can see there's already some questions popping up on this feed. I say, you've got me for the next hour. I'm going to spend a bit of time answering them for you. So let me go to the ones that have already um, been, been asked from me. Hi, medical stylist. Hi, sweetheart. Hi, <laughs> I sound funny saying that. Hi, Judas. Hi, Tom. Welcome. If, you're first, if it's your first time jumping on, thank you for giving us a go. Thank you for giving up a bit of your time to check in what this is all about. Right, so the first question is from Faisal, okay? And it's how to transform one's self-image, right? Hi, Ahmed. Hi, Nelson. Um, look, here's, here's the deal. 
looks do matter. Okay, looks do matter. All right, so I just want that to sit with you right now. Granted, some of us have won the biological lottery coming into this world. You know, you might have have attractive parents, and um, you, you know, you you, you <laughs> they might have produced such a specimen that um, you know you've just got biologically a great physique. Okay, but it has to be noted you could have that, but still not have really have your shit put together. I have a friend who is very attractive, very good looking. And whenever I go out, the girls always want to be introduced to him. And I always introduce them to him. And I always have a bit of a chuckle to myself, fully well knowing that this guy just doesn't know how to talk. He doesn't know how to chat. He doesn't know how to keep someone stimulated. And they then come back and they go, oh, your friend. God, it's just, there's just nothing there. I go, well, I know, you know. <laughs> so we can we can all... We can all look good. You know, some of us are say we've won the biological um, lottery and some of us are just fortunate enough to be good looking coming into this world. Right. You might have certain advantage, certain strengths that you can play to. Right. But for those that aren't, you, it's not an excuse. We can all do better. We can all do better. Right. I've had to enhance myself self-image uh, throughout the years and I've done it through taking on people that seem to have figured out that area of their life more than I have you know I might put myself close around people uh, that just always dress well right and as I've moved through life and I become more distanced from those people who uh, just always seem to be dressed well I just took on a stylist right and from that you're always getting a professional opinion. You're always speaking to someone that's got their ear to the ground on what's hot and what's not. And, you know, they've invested a hell of a lot of their life and their time, you know, styling clients, looking after people, making sure that, um, you know, they are presenting the best version of themselves. So, you know, through self-development, it is all about becoming the best version of yourself. And I believe, like, enhancing your image is part of that, right? People do judge a book by its cover, right? And if that cover is a bit tatty and it's a bit worn and ad admittedly it could do with sprucing up, get it handled. Get it handled. Don't don't hide behind excuses, okay? If you know there's so many fantastic services out there um that can really help you out in this area of your life, okay? Get professional, get a professional opinion or an outside an opinion, and and speak to women. Speak to women who you trust their opinion also, right? Um, so that's the style size, But I also want to touch on like physique, yeah, physique. Like we, if you're overweight, just just make a conscious decision to get advice on that. Get advice. Get get a dietitian. Get a nutritionist on board. You know, go to the gym and and commit to a series of classes where you've got that sense of community as well. You know, if you've been following my stories, you see that I, I've been enjoying the boxing again lately. And it's fantastic. It gives me a great sense of community. There's a great social element to it. But also, I know that I'm, I'm always improving every every week, you know, because I want to, you know. So that's, that's what I got to say on that. Hi, Billy. Hey, everyone, go check out Billy Lockett. It's this guy right here. He's just jumped on. He's a fantastic friend of mine, a uh, fantastic musician. 
And uh, this guy's really going places, right? Go over to Billy Lockett, check out his music, check out his Spotify, and show this guy some love. Right, who we got? Right, let me see the next question. Right, I can't work. <laughs> okay. Let's, I like this one. How to have a good sense of humor. Because girls usually like it. I think, first of all, is... I think, first, first of all, you know, get, get, get a more of an understanding of what humor is, right? And I think something that I remember when I, was, when I did a drama class when I was at school, there were, there were certain principles of, like, the timing of things and, like, the rule of three. And, you know, if you start, if you start um, Googling, you know, how to be funny or how to be more humorous, you'll come across these kind of terms. But it's like, you know, watch, watch a few stand-ups. Watch a few stand-ups and, and take in, like, the timing of things. Take, take in the punchline. Understand why things are funny. And... Also, I think a great little course that you could do in terms of your self-development is improvisation courses. I talk about this a lot, and I've really toyed with the idea of putting on my own improv courses because I really do think they're quite instrumental to um, helping you think on the spot when it comes to you know engaging people socially. But I think a lot of people as well, they do this. They don't allow themselves to be the real version of themselves when they are in social environments. You know, they tiptoe around the idea of escalating things, showing their intent, and they worry about if they crack this joke, it might be taken the wrong way, or I can't say this because of this, because of that. Yeah, I mean, sure, there should be some sort of political and cultural um, calibration to the things that you say. But I think in general... Just take the handbrake off. Just take the handbrake off and go out to humor yourself. If there's things in the environment or things that you think of that you find funny, right? Just lead with that and invite people into to your humor, right? So that's what I got to say about that. You know, a few things as to how you can develop it and also a few things as to how to actually release the brake and actually go for it. Just take the risk right? Take the risk. You've heard me say it before. If you take the risk, you get the rewards, okay? If you don't take the risk, you don't get any rewards, okay? Let's see what other questions we had on here earlier on. Okay, I'm going to say, <laughs> all right, how can I sleep with as many girls as possible? Okay, occasionally we get a guy that, that wants to do this, and admittedly, when I got in this, that was probably the driving force as to um, what attracted me to getting better at this. You know, being being young, being a hot-blooded, red-blooded young man, of course that sprang to mind. And of course, it went on a venture to pursue that. Um, first of all, you have to take the pressure off yourself, right? I've said this many times before. When I first got into this, I went out with that exact thing in my head right? I'm going out tonight to sleep with someone. I'm going out tonight to get laid. I never got laid with that attitude because I was putting so much pressure on myself to actually go and talk to someone that I never actually talked to someone, <laughs> right? You know, we were both, me and my buddy, we used to always egg each other and like, all right, yeah, we're going to get laid. Tonight. We never got laid with that attitude. Never. We didn't even talk to anyone. 
So what I want you to do, I want you to replace the idea you have in your head. I want you to replace the idea you have in your head to you're going out tonight to meet fun and interesting people. Because what that mindset will do, it will allow you of your abilities, it will allow you to start being social, right? And if you start being social, you know, sleeping someone might be the byproduct of that, right? But if you're going out like a like a bloody like a predator, you know, it, it you could potentially come across too strong, right? And if, if a woman senses that you're coming across too strong, then she's gonna, oh, he just wants to sleep with me. And I say, I mean, yeah, she may just she may want to sleep with you, but she, you know, she wants to feel safe, right? So you need to spend time, you know, make, like, making a woman feel comfortable. You can't go out with this mindset, okay? Go, change the mindset to, I'm going out to meet fun and interesting people. And if someone feels comfortable in your aura, in your situation, right? And you're offering a certain level of stimulation in that interaction, then it will unfold, Okay. Right, what other questions we got here? Right, those are the only ones, those are the ones that I want to answer out of the batch that was given today. Right. Hi Andres, hi Max, hi Bellino, hi Wallakatash, hi Steffi, hi Logan. Hi Alexandra, hi Cameron. Yes, Afri African Mufasa. Love that name. <laughs> if you're 16, you can ask a question. Sure you can, buddy. Hi, Emily. Right. Greg. So, would it be possible to come out, go, meet me? Would it be possible to meet me in person and go out with me so you could tell, I could tell you what your strengths are and what's my sickness? Absolutely, Greg. Contact me, direct message me. Um, I offer some great coaching solutions for those that are interested. So, um, yeah, drop me a message and we'll start that conversation over there. Okay. Panda box. I suffer with that pain. I hate clothes that hug around me, but but won't to be but won't to be stylish. What? Okay. Okay, panda box. So basically. Um, you know, here's the big thing, right? You don't have to buy expensive clothes to be stylish, okay? You have to buy clothes that actually fit, right? I've seen, like, some real sad acts that just are wearing, like, expensive brands, but it's just not doing anything for them, for their body shape. You know, it's not doing anything. It's just, like, the clothes are wearing them as opposed to them wearing the clothes, right? Again, get professional help uh, through a stylist. We offer that service here on, on the team. If, if you want to get help in that department, we can help you, okay? And once, you, once you've worked with a stylist, right, once you understand what kind of works, then you've got that education forever. So you, you're, you're, you've got an idea of what works for you. You can go out, you can shop, you can buy the clothes. You can understand what colors work for you. You know, understand about the color palette, the sizes, you know, the, the cuts on, on the blazers, on the leg, you know, 
what shoe works for you, more of a rounded shoe or more of a pointed shoe with what sort of trouser leg. I mean, it's an absolute education and worth it, you know, it's, it's worth investing in because once you've got that knowledge, you've got it for the rest of your life, right? You're always going to be updating your wardrobe. There's always going to be another season, right? So I highly recommend that. There's two things we spoke about on this broadcast right now, uh, and it's styling and it's humor. Invest in a stylist and take a drama course, a short drama course, short acting course, or short improvisation course. I really do think it will help you um, come out yourself and develop these areas because they have to be developed, right? If you're on the path to greatness, you're on the path to want to bring out the best version of yourself, you know, in the, in the dating sphere or in the business sphere, on the social sphere, whatever, whatever walk you do walk, then it just makes sense, okay? Right, what other questions we got? Hi, Paulo. Hi, Dave. Ahmed Noor. But I think that I, I think that confidence and a good work work ethic are more attractive to women than looks. Sure, I I I agree. I think it's a lot of people think that women are gold diggers, and I think. There are certainly women that are just after, you know, a bit of financial security to support a certain lifestyle, definitely. But I actually think that there is another sort of woman that is attracted to, you know, is attracted to um, someone who is successful in business because of the character, the character traits that are associated with being successful, right? That's being driven. That's having good work ethic. That's having their feet on the ground, having stability and structure in their life. So before people shoot, up, shoot their mouth off about gold diggers, just like, just kind of think about that for a minute. You know, what does success translate to? What can it be interpreted as? Okay. And confidence is a very tricky word that, you know, we say it so freely, don't we? But what does it actually mean? What does confidence actually mean? And I think what confidence is, it's a repetition of certain habits that make us make us feel like there's less resistance to doing that thing that we need to do. Therefore, that is confidence, right? If you don't have repetition to doing that thing that you want to demonstrate you're good at or the task at hand, then you're going to come across across a bit wobbly you're going to come from a place of doubt and there's many of arenas that you can demonstrate you know certainty or doubt right whether it be in the work environment whether it be in a social environment many people are, are very um coming from uh, very uncertain and doubtful in the social sphere you know don't think you're the only one that has such social anxiety-based issues when you go out into social environments, you know. There's a lot of people that hide behind alcohol. There's a lot of people that hide, hide behind, um, you know, drugs and medicine that can aid them, aid them to, to appear confident when actually they're not. Um, confidence is nothing, that you, it's, not, it's not a pill that you can take. It's not something you can take. It's a process. You've got to repeatedly do certain things. And once you repeatedly do these things, then you could appear attractive in that certain arena, right? And that's that goes to that's that's the same same to be said in this. You know, if you go out and you're talking to a lot of people on a regular basis, then you're you're at peace with yourself. You're calm. It's not unfamiliar 
unfamiliar territory with you. I've got a guy that's doing a seven-day program this week. That's something we do on a weekly basis. Um, this is the last this the last one out of out of, out of three or four weeks that we've we've done, and um, you know, he came to me and he was like, "Look, uh, on a night out, I I can get the girls, no problem, right? But in the daytime, where I'm not using alcohol as a crutch." I uh, I really struggle. Like so, I'm missing a lot of opportunities, and I don't want to have to use alcohol as a crutch. So therefore, he's took the program this week for for us to help him develop his confidence in that way, get him familiar with this thing. So when he does speak to a woman he likes, he's at peace of himself. So he can he can put across the best version of himself. He can he can put across this attractive man that he is. And then she can feel safe in that moment of handing over a number and being the mindset of wanting to see and learn more about him again, right? That's what we're doing here, guys. That's the destination. We are turning you into confident gentlemen, right? So thank you very much for the question, Ahmed. Definitely went on a rant, but necessary. Hi, Alison. Hi, Kevin. Hi, Caesar. Hi, Dano. <coughs> right. Right, big big Mike's uh, big or big Mick's question. How do I not get a girl to ditch me? How can I dress like a player without paying seven hundred dollars? I mean, here's the deal. As I said earlier, it's not about the expensive price tag. I mean, sure, there's certain garments and materials they use. I mean. Without a doubt, I mean, you could feel that that's worth the money, right? It's, it feels good, yeah? The, the quality of material is better. But, you know, I've seen my stylists on my team do an incredible job with small budgets, right? Just combining, like, a few of these high street brands uh, and, and just mixing them up with things. I mean, like, I've seen a guy put two outfits together with about $300, right? That's two outfits, right? So if you're working on a budget, don't think it can't be done. It can be done. It's a bit more challenging. Yeah, granted, it is a bit more challenging. That's so why if you've got a bigger budget to spend, fantastic. But these stylists are great. And I said, if it's something you haven't worked out by yourself, then have someone help you do that, okay? That's the same, that's the same with getting help in your social and dating life, right? If it's your styling, your social, your dating life, Reach outside, get the help. Thanks for the question, buddy. Hi, Duke. <coughs> Kato, hey, going on a date with a woman I met online, and I'm kind of nervous. Okay. I think this. Remind yourself that she is also going on a date with a guy that she met online, and she's probably going to be kind of nervous too. Okay. Or are, are you a female? Sorry, I can't see the profile picture. But you get my point. Vice, vice versa, yeah? Wh whoever you're going out with, um, they're in the same position of you. They're moving into a situation of uncertainty and unfamiliarity, right? They've never met you before. So just be at peace with that, right? Just understand that. And hopefully that will kind of turn the noise down. But remind, remind yourself this, Right? They're interested in you. They're interested in you, otherwise they wouldn't have agreed to want to meet up with you. Okay? 
So that should be kind of exciting, right? Every time you feel that feeling in your body and you put the label on it as I'm nervous, just remind yourself it's just a feeling and you're choosing to put the label on it as nervousness, right? Change the label. The new label needs to be excitement, right? That, that feeling you're experiencing in your body, it's not nervousness anymore. It's excitement, okay? It's a lovely little mind trick, mind trick, um, mindset trick that I do with myself and I do with my clients, and it's very NLP-based, right? It's called reframing. <coughs> and um, just try it out. It'll, it'll, it'll help. Okay. Great. Rich is from California. He's checking in. Fantastic. Right, let's see what other questions. Let me scroll down to the bottom see what other questions you guys have uh, thrown at me. Let's have a look. Positive vibes. Love your handle. I work in a restaurant as a waiter. When I propose to a girl to go out with her, should I do it while she's on the table or while she is ready to leave? Mm -mm. Difficult one. And as I begin to imagine myself in your situation, I think the most important thing that would be important to me is to not lose my job. <laughs> right? You don't want to be known as that guy. Okay. So it's really funny because I, I was given advice to the guy, the student this week about the, the other way around, you know, how to get a girl's number who is working in, in, in said environment. And one thing I said was, you got to be, you got to be understanding of the environment and that the manager might be, you know, breathing down her neck or, you know, a colleague might like rat her out for, for giving over a number and stuff. So the key thing is discretion. Yeah, it's discretion. So I think what you could do is, you know, you could kind of throw some vibes at her. Like maybe it'd be like, you know, like that elongated kind of look with that kind of cheeky smile as you're taking her order. Um, maybe you've had a bit of banter back and forth with her, right? I think a real simple thing to do would just be to give her your number, right, on the back of a receipt or something like that and say, hey, look, call me, right? And that might, you know, it's, it's putting the ball in their court. So granted, it might be a lower conversion rate if you do that because you're not right, like really pursuing it. Um, but that might be, that might be cool. That might be cool. Other than that, if you think your boss is pretty like chilled and laid back with it, then, Hey man, like wait for him to pay their bill and, and then do it right go direct. Just go, Hey, look, um, I don't normally do this, but I, I think you're really cute. And, um, if you enjoyed it here, like I'd love to take you out and show you some other cool restaurants around town. Right. I think that would be quite a classy move. Yeah. So give it a go. Love to hear how you get on. And it sounds like a great environment to, again, I'm always preaching. You've got to find a machine where you can constantly meet people. Right. And being a waiter definitely does that for you. Definitely does that for you. You can really refine your approach because 
again, you're, you're repeatedly going over and experiencing the same thing. You're going over to table to table. So you're forced to be bored with yourself. And that's always the hack. That's always the hack. Be bored with hearing yourself say the same thing, right? Because then you'll move your mind into more of a creative space, therefore giving someone more of a refreshing experience. You, you move away from that pattern that everyone is experiencing, right? Okay, thanks for that question. Great. Hey, Adrian. Big, big Mike says, what is the best way to keep a long-term relationship? Yeah, it's... Um, what has been instrumental to my long-term relationships that I've been in? I think it's... You're always learning, right? You're not always right, right? Um, it's patience. It's patience, you know, it's understanding like one can be emotional in a relationship, like managing your emotions, um, calibrating your behavior when your partner is emotional, understanding that if you are having an argument, you're, you're not breaking up. <laughs> you're not breaking up. It's just something that's new, new has come to the surface and you're learning about each other. Right, so understand it's just a bump in the road. It sounds cliche, but always introducing new things into the relationship, right? I think that being consistent, being reliable, you know, because if you're not consistent and reliable, then your partner doesn't feel safe, okay? So it's, it's really interesting because in the beginning, when you're creating attraction with someone, there's a lot of uncertainty. And that uncertainty is very attractive in the beginning. It's like, ooh, what don't I know about this person? What, what is he doing here then? What is he doing? When am I next going to hear from this guy again? But if you're uncertain, in, if you stay on the uncertainty train throughout the relationship, it's detrimental. Right? It's detrimental. Like... So that's something you need to kind of figure out. Also, the idea of being romantic. I mean, obviously, there's different levels of, of romance. And this is something that I've always struggled with my whole life because I didn't really have a reference of what that actually is, you know. And what it actually means, and I know a lot of guys struggled with this, like romance, you know, it's to simplify, it's just being thoughtful, right? It's just being thoughtful. Anyone can book the restaurant. Anyone can book the hotel, right? But how do you package something up? Like, catch yourself doing, like, not following through on those thoughtful moments. Catch yourself doing it. I catch myself doing it sometimes. You know, you'll, you'll think of something like a really nice gesture or a really nice something to do for someone that's maybe helped you or a family member or something like that. And you have that moment, but then it just becomes a passing moment and you just don't do it. You don't follow up on that pleasant, nice thought that you know would be well-received, right? So that was a mechanism that I just kind of had to really kind of make myself aware of and follow up on, right? So have a think about that. I mean, that will, you know, pe people could interpret that into many different ways, but have a think about how you can um, be more thoughtful f towards your partner, Right? Okay, hope those, you know, that, that's offered some sentiment there. Mm -mm -mm. 
Anna, the thing is, if you give the right coaching, do people use it to others' advantage? Because the tactics, please emphasize to those that think that way and it won't work in the long run. Um, I think what, I t I, what I'm teaching here, what I know I'm teaching here, is helping people to find someone who's in align with their values for the long run. And that's consistent throughout all of my coaching. For those that have read my book, I start off with the mindset. I start off with helping you guys build the archetype of the sort of person that you want to be with to experience companionship with, right? That's something that I put a lot of emphasis on. Um, I also would like to say this, and this is something that I've started quoting myself to say recently, and it's, you know, every serious relationship started out as a casual one, right? Every serious relationship started out as a casual one. So chill out, chill out, go out there, meet people. But when you're going on that path, always have in mind what you're looking for, you know, What's your deal breakers? What are the things that you want to take on board for the long run? You know, dating is a journey and it can be a, a very fun experience, uh, a mutually fun experience, shall I say. And let me tell you this, you can experience all the different flavors of what life has to offer, right? But if you are going out there doing that, be transparent with that. Right. If you're not looking for something serious and you're just looking for fun or you're looking to explore yourself, that's okay. That's okay. But put that message across. I think what's, what's not cool is being a liar and feeding someone false hope into, into maybe buying into something that isn't actually ever going to grow into fruition. Yeah. So, Anna, thank you for that question. And I, I think it's a great question because it allows me to emphasize, you know, my values and the direction that I'm, I have gone with my work from its inception. And um, yeah, just be transparent, guys, because men and women are both looking for a good time. Right. But what's not cool is when you leave it in the gray area. Right. And I think that's a maturity thing. Like we think that we have to not be completely transparent to kind of get what we want. And that's just not how it works. Well, it can work like that, but it's it's not ethical. OK, so, yeah, there's my two cents there. Thank you, Anna. I right, Tim. Shader cancel. Hey, this girl basically got groped at work. She said to the guy, not today. He said, when? She said nothing, like she had no choice. I can tell she loves dominance. I was, I was put off, though, and I don't want to fuck up my job at KFC as it's steady money, but <laughs> I was jealous. It was, it was someone else. I want to be the dominant one at all times. Um... Bro, you've got to be really careful there. <laughs> um, 
I don't know what sort of working environment that that is, but you know, it's a very topical thing right now. You just can't be go- going around groping women unadvisedly at work. Yeah. Um, if this woman has responded to it in, in a way that she seems familiar with it from this guy, or if you are indirectly trying to tell me it's you, then it's probably because she may has experienced something with this guy or you outside of work. Okay. But, um, you know, you just got to be careful. I know, I know people do have a bit of hanky panky at work. I know people have a bit of, you know, a bit of slap and tickle. But um, for many reasons, you know, you got to be careful behavior like that at work. You know, you could jeopardize your position. You could, um, you know, you could get prosecuted. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm happy to talk to you further about that. I know you was inquiring about getting some coaching. Um, sounds like you definitely need some clarity on that. So thank you for bringing that to my awareness. All right, here I am. Hi, Dan. Hi, Fab. Evening, buddy. Thanks for jumping on. Hi, Deso. Hi, Cedric. Hi, Santos. Daniel, am I joining the March in London against Trump visit? No. <laughs> no, I don't care. I couldn't give a fuck, mate. You know, my concentration and energy doesn't go into politics. It goes into helping you guys get results. And I am back-to-back with coaching. I'm back-to-back with coaching guys here on a seven-day program. You know, so I haven't got any time to do any of that kind of silly stuff. Hi, Jasmine. Also, I... Shady Council. Also, I completely froze when wanted to ask out this Brazilian girl during lunch. It was just us two. I thought it was too early in the conversation, when, and then people came, and she spoke in her language with them. And, and I thought she was talking shit about me because person she talked to, I looked looked to me funny. Okay, you, okay, Shady Council. Like, I can't wait to work with you because you need work, right? You, you need to read a lot of social situations better and you need to take action when it's appropriate. What was that question I just found from Fit Coach Monaco? Hey, great to have someone in from Monaco. What to say to a girl that you stop on the street after having seen her on a scooter? Well, thing like just be direct, right? If you find her attractive... Just let it be known to her. Yeah? So, just say, hey, I just see you passing by. Uh, beautiful day to go exploring on a scooter. What's your name? Right? Just just get the dialogue on the table. Or even more direct, just go, hey, look, I, I have to stop you. Like, you look absolutely incredible. Right? What's your name? Right? And then you'd revert to the conversation model that's in my book, right? Where's a copy of my book? There it is. Elite Seduction. Go and get it on Amazon, right? I have the conversation model that I teach my clients in here, right? So you can you can utilize it, right? The, the, the conversation model's in there. Open, assumption, hook, challenge, right? So grab a copy of, of the book on Amazon, 
And, and what's great about that book, by the way, there's exercises in there after each chapter so you can go and do, right? And I, I'm pretty sure there is a cold approach exercise in there. So, and, and, you know, how to get better at that. All right. Thanks for the question, buddy. Just go direct. Go direct. Okay. Share to cancel. I'm not going to answer, um, do any more of your questions because you're, you're kind of hogging the feed. So I'm going to work with you in person and we're going to sort you out. You need work. Daniel, what's your thought on online dating versus asking someone out in person or asking out of a friend? Look, my I have friends that have been married who have met who got married and met off online dating, right? I um, have clients who do very well of online dating, right? It's a great way to meet people, but it's not the only way of meeting people, right? I also want to put it out there that online dating doesn't necessarily mean that you have to designate yourself to the online dating apps. If you're online, meaning you're on social media, you have an online presence, then that also is a space for you to start dialogue with people. And here's the thing, you know, in my opinion, the best choice of people are on social media, not on dating apps. There's normally a reason why people subject themselves to dating apps. Okay, of course, I'm generalizing, but, you know, level up your social media game. Yeah, like I've lost count of how many times, like when I was single, it's really aided me to my success with women. I've lost count of how many times I've built my clients profiles because that's something I do as well. I completely revamp their social media accounts. And it's been instrumental to them bridging connections with the various sort of women that they've met along the way. Okay? Get it handled. Get that space sorted out. Hi, Ali. <laughs> hey, Mo. Uh, for, those, for those that um, remember one of... God, I can't remember what episode it was now. But if you go on to... The, because these get turned into podcasts, all right, guys. You can watch these on Spotify. You can listen to these on Spotify. You can listen to them on iTunes and all those various other podcasting platforms. There is an episode where me and Mo, aka Mopra, uh, have a lot of fun. Have a lot of fun asking your questions. And um, he's a good friend of mine. Check out Moloroid. <laughs> all right. London Doctor. Hi, buddy. Yeah, Shady Cancer. I'm not answering your questions anymore. Um, I got I to gotta see what else we got. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Rario. Hi, Nick. Um, Nick, I'm really excited to work with you in LA. Guys, if you're, if you're over in the States, by the way, I'm going to be over there November the 4th. Okay, November the 4th. I'm going to be out there coaching. I'm coaching Nick. He's one of the guys I'm coaching out there as well. Um, I don't come to the U.S. often. This is the only time this year I'm going to be in the U.S. So if you've been following my work and you want the live experience, you want to work with me in person, you want to go to all of the best clubs in L.A., you know, you want to approach beautiful models, uh, beautiful actresses on the streets of L.A., Beverly Hills, you know, Venice Beach, you know, 
This is your chance to do it for someone that's doing this every week, guys, you know, for over a decade. So fantastic experience coming up the week commencing November the 4th. If you want to find out more about that, DM me or go to my website, johnnycassell.com and check it out. Nick, we got your payment in, by the way, today. I saw that come through. Um, Zach, welcome, buddy. Really great. You, you, I mean, Zach, your story was incredible. You sent me a direct message the other day about you yourself just following my work for some time. And, you know, Zach told me a great story. He's been following my work for some time, uh, met a lovely woman, and who is stuck from him, stuck with him through difficult times uh, already. And, um, yeah, all through just following my work, man, and him going out there and putting in the work and applying himself, yeah? Don't be uh, an information junkie, guys, okay? If you're following all of these people's works, everyone that's doing a live feed or everyone that's got out a book or everyone that's done a video on said subject, cool, but get out there and meet people right? People aren't just going to come into your house and land on your lap. You've got to get out there. You've got to apply yourself. That's exactly what Zach did. And now he's happy. He's got a beautiful woman in his life that's loving, caring, and nurturing. Good for you, Zach. Hi, Dex. Hi, Angelo. Oh, go. Right. Who else we got? Hi, James. How you doing, buddy? Gallus. Hi, Wright. Hi, Rodriguez. Hi, Joe. Right, 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 right. Let's see what this question is here. What have we got here? Rario. I met a girl from another country. What, what I should consider? Because we have talked for a long time. So I, I'm wondering what are the clues... What... So uh, I am wondering, I'm looking for some clues about this. Is it worth a long relationship? I mean, what do you mean you met her from another country? Did you visit or did she come to your country? Now she's gone back. Um, Listen, I'm in a long distance overseas relationship, right? And I've been in one for over two years now. So yeah, it can work. It can work. Talk to me. Like, you have to heighten the level of your communication, right? You have to be consistent with your behavior. You have to be, um, I mean, you know, you have to be checking in a lot with each other, right? Um, it's work. It's work. It's challenging. But the bigger play is highly rewarding because that's part of your story, you know? Every woman is looking for the fairy tale on how they met and the challenges and hurdles they faced. So if you can stick with it, great. But understand this, it's going to hit a T-junction, right? Whether, whether you guys are going to go this way or that way. And what I mean is you're either going to emigrate there or she's going to emigrate to you, right? That has to happen. Like there's some serious lifestyle decisions that need to be made, right? They're uncomfortable to talk about but they have to be t- spoken about at some point, right? Uh, so you've got to have that conversation, and you've got to look at your situation, and she's got to look at hers and see what can work, right? 
Um, but do the distance. Do put the put the hours in. Put the months in. Put the, put a year behind you guys and see if you know, if it's something that's going to work for you in the long run, right? I was traveling like every month back to back over to where my girl lives. You know, it's work. It is work. Thanks for the question. Hi KP Philosophy. Hi Joxa. Hi Joe. Hi Carlos. Hi Mitchell. You met the lady by Facebook and then, okay. Well, yeah, take your time, man. Take your mind. Take your time, buddy. Great. Hey, Joe, you're following us from South Africa. Excellent, man. I, lo- I, I, I love to visit and I'd love for you to visit here. Um, and I'm, 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 I'm really grateful that my work is actually reaching as far as, you know, these places. I mean, we get clients that fly in like all the time from all over the world. But when we're actually like, you guys are tuning in from all, from all the different places you reside, that's that's fucking awesome, man. That's really great, and I'm I'm really happy that my work can translate into fruitful things over there for you too, right? It just goes to show that you know what we're doing here is universal, and I tell you why. I tell you why this works on a universal platform is because we're all human beings and we all have emotional needs that need to be met. That's all we're doing here, guys. You know, we're all looking for that deep emotional connection, right? She's from the USA and I'm from Colombia and dealing big time with the immigration part. Yeah, that's going to take some time, man. I have this. Daniel, that's what I say to you. Talking to girls on LinkedIn, setting up interviews, it's about taking initiative. That's why I got 17 interviews in October got contact with two headhunters. Great. Look, here's the funny thing. You guys can be like very proactive online when it comes to about seeking out job opportunities. What's the difference between like with with meeting chicks, you know? Just just make it happen, man. Instagram is fire for that. Seriously. And and Facebook. Pablo Guts, is it good to do day game? Here's Here's what I want you to remove. The word day game. Get rid of it. Throw it away. Get rid of this. Why? Because it's pretty weird to go out and do day game. Putting in your diary on a Saturday day game. That's I mean, that's the moment where, you know, you're really not getting the idea of this, right? Instead, say, go to town and sh- I'm going shopping or I'm you're giving yourself a daily task of just being more sociable, approaching two or three girls a day, right? This isn't a hobby or a sport, <laughs> right? This is just a set of tools that you can use when you are out in social environments or out in normal environments like going shopping or going to grab a coffee or a sandwich on your lunch break and stuff like that, right? So in that context... It's absolutely awesome to approach women in the daytime and give them a positive experience. Yes, it's fantastic. Do it. Don't be selfish. If you have been investing in your investing your time in acquiring this knowledge, right, to be better with women, you're being selfish if you're not allowing yourself to give them a great experience. Right? I was talking to the client today about this. I go isn't it remarkable that, you know, 
we will never, you know, there's a lot of men that will actually never experience what it's like to be seduced. Like what you've been doing today, like going up to a woman and giving her like an amazing experience. Isn't it really crazy that you would never experience that in your life? But you have the tools and you have the ability to make someone feel so special and incredible in that moment. And what's it cost you? It's just cost you two minutes. I mean, even if it doesn't convert into something like a number or a date, isn't that just fucking cool? Like to make someone feel fucking great about themselves? Like that's the mindset you need to be in, man. That's the mindset. Yeah? Compliments are free. Give them out. Jesus. Even to your like buddies, even to your friends, right? Don't hold, don't, don't put the brake on that. If someone looks good, tell them they look good today. If someone's looking vibrant and happy, tell them they look vibrant and happy and radiant. Let them know. Yeah? Share, share the love. <laughs> Hi, Alex. Hi, Vicky. Hi, <laughs> Dripping Bougie. I love that. That's hilarious. I love that handle. Hi, Fresco. Adrian's loving it. <laughs> All right, guys, last question. Give me the last question, and I'm going to be signing out. All right? One more question, and I'm out of here. I like a light like a light. I've seen that handle before on here. All right, guys, I'm going to wrap it up. So, guys, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for sharing your time as I've been sharing my time with you again Look, if what I'm saying makes sense to you, if you've got value from just this hour a week that I've been giving you guys, why don't you come out and uh, experience the real live experience, yeah? The the real live training, the live coaching that we're doing here on a weekly basis, right? There are certain parts and certain events that don't happen again, right? And I'm not going to be doing this forever, so working with me might not be able to happen again, right, at some point, okay? So if you're really looking to take your life to the next level, right, check out the website, johnnycassell.com, right? And look, if, if you're not in the mindset of going that far right now, at the least, grab a copy of the book on Amazon. Seriously, guys, look, Elite Seduction, you know, this took me two years to put together, 10 years of hard graft, finding out the answers for you guys, right? I never say I know everything. I don't know everything, but I'm telling you this. What I do know will change your life. It really will. And I know that sounds a bit, <laughs> a bit kind of, you know, like an asshole thing to say, but it really does. I'm getting messages every day from guys that have just been watching my stuff, watching my stuff on YouTube, you know, had one session with me and it's changed their life, right? Some people need more work than others, granted, right? You might need to put yourself through a seven-day immersive experience. You might need to put yourself through a mentorship experience. You know, we, we all have different challenges and different ways of learning and implementing things, right? Some of you just want, might want to see how far you can really go with this, right? Beyond the dating thing, right? So just hit me up, buddy. Just don't be afraid, right? You know, remove the fear, remove the shame, right? And remind yourself, like, of what comes from exploring the unknown. Amazing, beautiful things, all right? So on that note, guys, I'm going to sign out. 
thank you for joining and we'll try to see each other again next Tuesday for Ask Me Anything 14. All right, take care. If you enjoyed the content, follow me on Instagram at London Dating Coach.